0: Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry, or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Hello! How are you guys doing? You know what this is? Nope. Nope, close. It's a softball bag, but also you could call it a gear bag. Some people call it a gear bag, G-E-A-R. This is a glove. You need this. See the softball in there? Nice. These are shoes. Really critical. You got to have the right shoes. I remember one time my daughter was playing catcher. Look, there's still dirt. That's from Web City softball field right there. This is Claire Mitchell's gear. She um, was the starting catcher this year for the for the Cardinals, which is awesome another set of shoes oh and one of these you need one of these this is catcher's gear it's kind of important then one of these awesome helmet that's pretty cool isn't it the 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 guy tonight in our story in first samuel 17 he had a he had a helmet but it was made out of a certain kind of metal do you guys remember no but that would be nice they didn't have that then they didn't know about it. it this is uh what's this helmet for that's for batting. So that's different than this helmet. You need two helmets, apparently. And then, oh, these things. The guy, the big, tall guy tonight, what's his name? He had something like this, too, that he wore to battle. But so uh, it's kind of like catcher's shin guards. So, you know, my daughter Claire was really geared up when, when she would play. Um, these batting gloves, right? gotta have these you know you hit the double and then you're like running back to first to give it to the coach right gotta have batting gloves you gotta have the right gear to play right tonight's story in first samuel 17 is an epic battle between two nations the philistines and the israelites you have seen the sean white commercial where he's getting ready for the olympics again remember and he's and everything he looks at looks like a half pipe you know have you seen that commercial well, tonight's story happens in a valley much like that. The Philistines encamped on one side and the Israelites encamped on the other side in a valley in the middle where they could battle, battle it up. And at this time of history, instead of getting into this big fight all the time, you know, getting all messy and killing a lot of people, what they would do is send out a hero. And the Philistines had the best hero, like He went out for 80 80 times, 40 days in a row, once in the morning, once in the evening and defied the armies of Israel over on the other side. He came out and he was like, you guys are so small. He was nine feet tall. He had a javelin. You know that, the, the thing they throw real far, the big spear. He had a javelin attached to his back. He had a sword. He had All of this gear. He literally had shin guards like this. Nine feet tall. Have you ever seen anybody nine feet tall? No. Noah was not nine feet tall. Positive. He had a big boat. Oh, that guy. Nine feet tall. He had all the right gear. And he would come out every day and he would say, he would challenge the Israelites and he would say, if you can send out a guy that can beat me, then we'll serve you. And if uh, I beat him, then (laughs) you'll serve us. And nobody would stand up to him. He was too awesome. Like it was having, it was like having, who's the best basketball player right now? Yeah, see, you all have your opinions. But if any one of them was on your team, you'd be like, I'm gonna win all the time. The Philistines had the guy they thought would make them win all the time. And he came out 40 days in a row, two times a day, 80 times and challenged the Israelites to send out anyone who could defeat him. And they hid and stayed behind the battle lines in fear for 40 days until a young man named David who was sent by his dad for his three older brothers to the battle lines with some cheese. Dad was like, brothers are probably hungry. They need some cheese, so take the cheese. So David, young David, grabs the cheese and he heads to the battle lines and he's there. And while he's there, he gets there and he gets to hear Goliath come out and say the things he was saying. And David hears it and he goes, who is this guy? That makes me mad. And he drops the cheese and he starts talking to these people. Who is this guy? What? What's going on? And the, all the guys, who, all the army guys, you know, they're all like, hey, you know, the king, Saul, the current king of Israel, he says, if anyone can go out there and beat that guy, You won't have to pay taxes anymore. You'll get one of his daughters. One of the king's daughters will be your wife. It'll be awesome. And David's like, now what now? I'll get to no taxes. The king's daughter, I get to marry. This seems real good. And so David starts saying, I think I could take him. Who is this guy? And the people who heard David talking like that go back and tell King Saul and they say, oh man, there's a guy, a little guy who says he can beat this giant. And so Saul, the king's like, hey, David, you know, uh, you're small because David, he calls David over to him and David's like, listen, listen. I've got this. It'll, it'll not be a problem. I have actually been preparing for this moment my whole life. I am a shepherd. And Saul's like, oh, a shepherd? He goes, no, 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 listen, listen. I mean, I'm out there guarding the sheep all the time. I'm watching for them, making sure they get to the right grass field. And sometimes a bear or a lion, wild animals would sneak up and I would, I would defend my flock went from these wild animals and I would kill, I've killed bears, I've killed lions. And this, this man will be just like that. And you know how I know it? Because God is with me. And Saul said, sounds pretty good, I guess. You wanna try on my armor? So immediately Paul looks at David and tries to dress David in some armor of Saul's. And guess what? David puts it on and he's like, I'm not used to this. It's too big. I can't move fast enough. It's not good. I can't do it. And so he takes it off and he says, all I need is some smooth stones and this sling. It's what I'm used to. And everyone who reads this story thinks that David's weapon is the sling and the smooth stones. But it's not. It's not. You see, what's interesting to me as I read the story is everybody in the story, all the champions had their gear. Goliath's gear was shin guards and a javelin and a big sword and a bronze helmet. His height and his size and his loud mouth. He used that. To, to create fear in his enemies. And that was how he geared up every morning. He would gear up and he would use his size and he would use all of his armor to, to create fear so that no one would ever come out and fight. David shows up and Saul immediately says, why don't you use my armor and my sword and you'll be geared up for this battle? And David tries it on and he doesn't feel comfortable. So he says, no, what the gear that I need is just the sling and the stones. Now, what about you? Every day you have an epic contest. You wake up and you go to school at the junior high. And you gear up, you do. I know that you do. I know that you have worldly weapons that you use every day. I know junior hires do this. One of the things I know that you do is you gather up in crowds, friend groups. And as long as you're in that friend group, you feel pretty okay, right? But if they start talking about you, starts feeling a little bit scary, doesn't it? Or if they don't include you, Starts feeling a little bit weird, doesn't it? A little bit of fear comes into your heart, doesn't it? Isn't that true? You might even think you have to have a certain look, a certain kind of shoes, a certain, maybe some sort of clothing set or maybe the right way to wear your hair or your makeup. I don't know what it is, but we gear up, don't we? We gear up to fit in so that people like us, so that we don't feel out of place going down the hall of the junior high. And it's the worst thing. If someone calls you out or if someone talks down to you or if someone talks about you and you hear about it, right? Yeah, you gear up every day. Maybe you gear up towards your parents. Like maybe, maybe you lie to your mom and dad sometimes. Maybe you do that a lot. Maybe you try on adult things like, Maybe you try doing things that you're not ready for. You know how David's gear didn't fit. Saul's gear did not fit David. You guys are going from children to adults and you're kind of in the middle there and you're thinking about a whole lot of things and wondering who you are. And you're trying on things that don't fit, aren't you? And you think, well, if I just put this on, maybe I'll fit in. Maybe that's who I am. I'm not sure. And you're, you're trying to gear up for life so that you'll fit in, so that you'll be okay at the junior high and it doesn't work. Does it? Or maybe you thought, oh, if I make the team and then you didn't make the team. Whatever it is. You guys have your set of gear that you think will work, but it won't. And we think David's stone his four smooth stones and his sling was his, his gear, but it wasn't his gear. It was not his gear. I want you to gear up for battle for life tonight, but I want you to do it right like David did. David understood that the way he should suit up had everything to do with how his heart was turned toward God. This was a young man who stood up and trusted God. He trusted God. Do you know that it was probably in David's mind? I know it doesn't sound like it by the way he talks if you read the story, but I imagine he considered the fact that he could go out there and lose to the giant, even though his words were so bold. Who is this giant that defies the armies of the living God, David said. I imagine... He cared more about being with God than cutting off the giant's head. This isn't about, you have giants in your life. This is a very real story. This is like George Washington real, history. This isn't some fable that I'm telling you about. This truly happened. Many years ago, and this young man trusted God above all else. And if he tried anything else, it would be false and fake. Just like us. I, if I try anything other than trusting God, like what is lying? Is that trusting God or is that you trying to manipulate your way through life? That's putting on a false. Set of armor. No one will find out. It'll be good. You put on the truth of God. You trust God like David did. And you can walk through junior high no matter what happens to you. Because that was what really won the day on this day. That's what... Trusting God is what won against Goliath. See, um, if you would just take a deep breath for a second and listen. Don't feel bad like, oh, I'm a sinner. I'm terrible. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's the deal you have every ability to put on trust and faith in God right here tonight at your age in this moment. And you don't have to feel afraid anymore. Here is God's gear. If you want to gear up, listen. God himself will be with you. He is the best part of your gear. (laughs) You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart, God says in Jeremiah 29, 13. God's gear is you having an upright heart, a trusting heart, David said, my shield is God most high who saves the upright in heart. In Psalm seven, verse 10. God's gear is peace where you can walk through the storm of junior high and have a settled heart, a peaceful heart, knowing you're gonna be okay. You are loved and, and known and accepted by the God of all the universe. You're a beautiful creation of his, a daughter and a son of God. God says, you, David, I'm sorry, Isaiah says to God, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. It wasn't forced smooth stones and a sling. It was, he trusted God. Do you? Some trust in chariots and some in horses but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. You shouldn't be afraid going through those doors at the junior high or maybe even the door of your house. Gear up. Jesus has opened the door to God for you. All of his sacrifice on the cross, everything he did that we talk about all the time has made it possible for you to walk into the presence of God and to be clothed in him. You can gear up and be clothed in Christ. Trust him completely with all of your heart. Everything else can fall away If you trust God, you don't need to lie anymore. You don't need to pretend that you have a big house or a little house. It doesn't matter what kind of house you live in. I remember when I was in junior high, I liked people to think I was something I was not. I liked it and I tried to make it happen. You don't have to do that. You're sons and daughters of God. So gear up, open the door walk through, come in through Christ into the presence of God and become who you were meant to be. You're not human until you are God's young man or young woman. You're not who you were meant to be until you gear up and become God's child and just recognize it. You already are his child. Open your eyes to it. So tonight, that's that's our challenge to you if you were going to change anything this week. Maybe it's the why behind you, why you read your Bible. Maybe it's the way or the confidence with which you walk through those hallways because you know God's with you and you can trust him. He's the one you can actually trust. He has your best interest at heart. So take advantage of it. You are in his house. Become like him power and the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this ancient, true story of your hero, David. Thank you that we can look at the lives of others and see how they trusted you, and we can be encouraged to be changed by you and to be present with you and to know you in your words for each, each one in here tonight God help us to be dedicated to taking advantage of the open door that you've given us in Christ to come to you and be changed Father if there's anyone in here tonight that has never done that has never thought wow I, I could know God I want to I walk with him Father please have them connect with one of our adults and just tug at their hearts until they do we love you, Father. We, we trust you. We're looking to you. And we are listening. <laughs> we want, we want to, to act like we trust you, like David did. Teach us how. And it's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, Visit us online at ccochurch.com.